away from Van Nuys, California, one of the suburbs of Los Angeles, pastoring a thriving new church there. Great things happening. A lot of new people, new baptisms and Holy Ghost infillings. Just thankful that he's our friend and glad that he's back again another year to bless us with the word of the Lord this afternoon. Let's, yeah, let's receive Brother Darren Sargent with a great big praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. It is great to be back at the Mile High Conference. Amen. I like what I feel in this house. Amen. Now, I don't know what else to add to what Brother Rao just preached, but my, 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 what a message. Thank you, Brother Rao. Amen for falling after the Holy Ghost. I hope I don't offend you, but I come to preach on faith today. <laughs> Amen. So, uh... Praise God, either. <laughs> I won't even go there. Amen. But phenomenal, phenomenal preaching. Amen. Appreciate this conference. I really, really do. Appreciate uh, the Heyman family. Elder Heyman, I give you respect and honor. Love you and appreciate you. Have for many years. And thank you for your influence into my life. Amen. And my good friend, Brother Don Heyman, pastor here at this church. What a tremendous friend he has been. Amen. We just don't talk just at Mile High Conference. We talk throughout the year and share hearts and talk about all the good things that God is doing. Good to be with some great friends of mine, Brother Shirty. Amen. Love and appreciate him. Brother Spell, of course. These other ministers. Good to see Brother White again. Man, it's been a long time. We've got a story uh, between the two of us that we don't tell too many people, but uh, we're going to have to share it with somebody one of these days. Amen. If you have your Bible, Mark chapter number 10 is where I want to direct your attention, amen, this afternoon. I know that I am the only thing standing between you and lunch. And having one arm, I don't wear a watch, so you guys are in trouble. I'm a little short-handed when it comes to that department. So uh, good luck. We're going to have a good time. Amen. I, I, Brother Rao left me a little bit of space and time here, so amen. I, I, just, I, I just feel like preaching today. Is that all right? Amen. <laughs> I feel like preaching. Amen. Mark chapter number 10, verse number 46. And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, set by the highway side begging. And when he had heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold this peace. Shut up, blind Bartimaeus. But he cried the more a great deal, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, what wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith. Everyone say, Thy faith. Thy faith, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Praise God. I want to preach for a while on this uh, Thursday afternoon, I want to preach when faith speaks, when faith speaks. Why don't we clap our hands together to the Lord. Let's give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Amen. You may be seated. The Lord bless you today. Now, I have not come here to work long on what faith is. I believe that most of us, the majority of us, have an understanding of what faith is. Hebrews, the 11th chapter, tells me that now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. It went on to say that by it, by what? By faith, the elders obtained a good report. Faith is that something that looks beyond the circumstances. It looks beyond the dilemma. It looks beyond the darkness of a night. And somehow it has the ability. It does not just wish it into being. But faith has the ability to comprehend the process for my situation that I am dealing with at that current time in life. Uh, amen. If you look into the word of God, you will find that faith is something that God spoke often of. Amen. The Bible lets me to know that he has given to every man a measure of faith. Amen. If I had the time this morning, I would take you to Matthew chapter number 8, and I would read to you out of the 10th verse where it talks about Jesus. Amen. Declaring unto them, amen, that they had great faith. I would then go to Matthew chapter 9 and verse number 29 where it declares, and by your faith, your faith, uh, amen, it'll be done unto you. Uh, Matthew 14, 31, uh, Jesus speaking of someone that had little faith, uh, amen, again in Matthew chapter 21, verse number 21, uh, it begins to talk, if you'll have faith uh, and you will doubt not, uh, it shall be done uh, unto you. Uh, already we have found out that there are people within the word of God that have great faith, uh, and there are people within the word of God that had little faith and there were people in the word of God that had no faith Acts chapter 6 verse number 5 and Stephen being full of faith and of the Holy Ghost I want to ask you a question on this early afternoon is it possible to have the Holy Ghost and not have great faith I believe it is is it possible to be saved and still have little faith I believe it is, but I believe that God is calling a people in this hour, amen, to rise up and declare the way, amen, we go from faith to faith, the just shall live by faith. Amen, if you're going to live for God for any length of time at all, you have got to understand there is something about faith in this thing called living for God, amen. In fact, I believe that 99.9% .9 of everything in living for God, it's simply about faith. When you don't understand it, have faith. When it's darker than midnight, have faith. When you can't see the end of the day, have faith. When you don't know what's coming around the corner, have faith. When you don't understand what's going on in your life, have faith in God. Amen. I'm preaching to people that believe in faith. Paul talks about Abraham in Romans, the fourth chapter. said he was not weak in faith, but he was strong. Amen. Then I go down to Romans chapter 10, and I find that, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Do you agree with me that every one of us need faith? 
Do you understand that every one of us need a measure of faith? Amen. So if you're here this afternoon and you need more faith, you need to open up your spiritual ears and you need to hear the word of God that is being preached to you because without a doubt, there's something about the preaching of God's word that brings faith into your life. Do you need faith? Are you weak in faith? Amen. Listen to what God's got to say. He is not slack concerning his promise, but he is faithful. God will not let you down. God will never leave you nor forsake you. He will never, ever turn his back on your life in a moment of trials. So let me for a few minutes, amen, lay a foundation, amen, about faith when you get the revelation of what faith is. When you understand the ingredients of faith, when you understand the necessity of faith, amen, when you get to the understanding of how faith comes, it comes by the preaching of the word of God, then you must also get the revelation that without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If I don't have faith, I'm not pleasing to God. If I don't have faith, I can't ask what I will and it'll be done unto me. Hey man, I've had people in my church come up to me, well, Pastor, I've been praying and nothing's happening. Pastor, I've tried this and nothing's happening. I seemingly have had faith and it seems like nothing has took place. I take them to Hebrews, the 11th chapter, and the 6th verse, and I would ask them, before you prayed, did you have the ability to see God as the answer to your situation? Or did you just go to God because that's Pentecostal protocol? My Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For they that come to God must believe that he is. He is the answer to cancer. He is is the answer to revival. He is the answer to disease. He is the answer to marital strife. He is the answer to immorality. He is, he is, he is, he is, he is. You know what, I'm gonna flat on preach for a while right now. Amen. If you are going to activate your faith, if you are going to live in a realm of faith, if you are going to move in faith, amen, there are some things you've got to understand. Number one, you have got to understand that faith can only come by the preaching of the word of God. Faith cometh by preaching, by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Amen, faith comes when a preacher opens his mouth and declares to you the might, the majesty, and the power of how good God is when it doesn't feel right, when it goes against the grain, when everything you're going through is contrary to what the preacher's preaching about, you just got to have faith. You know, that preacher may be preaching about how good God is, and you feel like you've been run over by a Mack truck and three trains. Hey, man, everything he's saying 
It's not what's going on in your life. But I've come to tell somebody that does not negate. It does not diminish. It does not change who and what God is. God is faithful. God is there. God is eternal. God is everywhere. All the time, all the place. God is what you need him to be. Amen. You've got to just have faith in God. So if I'm going to have faith... I've got to have a preacher in my life. And that preacher has got to be touched by God. And he's got to rightfully proclaim the majesty, the might, and the power of God. So I've come tonight to tell you, hey man, if I as a pastor of a small work in the city of Los Angeles am going to move into everything that God has for my little field, hey man, I am going to have to get a fresh revelation of faith. Hey man, I'm just going to preach my heart this morning. I'm going to preach what I've been feeling God's been talking to me about for my city. Hey man, I'm going to have to get me a fresh revelation of faith. And the only way faith comes is for a preacher just to haul off amen and preach to you about how glorious and how awesome and how mighty and how powerful and how able God really is hallelujah faith when things go wrong it's not money it's not pedigree it's not social status it's not the toys you've got the bigger the house Hey Amen. It's not the cast of society that moves you into a place of comprehension. It is faith in God. It's a simple thing called faith. Hey Amen. It is believing that God is when the circumstances tell you it can't happen. It's believing that God is when the impossibility is laid at your doorstep. But something begins to move into your spirit and begins to beat in your chest. And you may look at the impossibility. Amen. And it may be what it looks like. Impossible. But thanks be to God, we don't live in a place where we have a lack of faith. But we live in a world where we serve a God that can be touched with the feelings of my infirmity. He knows where I'm at. He knows what I need. He knows what I'm going through. He knows the fight against my spirit. He is, he is, he is. For the last three months of my life, I've never fought hell like I am fighting hell right now. Hey Amen. I shared a little bit just about the city I live in, the area I live in. San Fernando Valley is the porno capital of the world. I shared it with you last year. Amen. I was in prayer one day. Amen. The Lord began to talk to me. I said, God, amen, we're smack dab in the middle of pornography and child pornography. It's everywhere. It's the capital of it. More money's made in pornography than any in the industry in the San Fernando Valley. I said, there's kids. They're being violated. And the Lord said, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to fill some kids with the Holy Ghost this Sunday. Amen. I got to preach it. I got to declare it how good God is. I got to preach it how God's able to do anything before we walked out of there. Amen. I walked four or five young kids raise their hands and begin to speak in other tongues as the spirit of God gave the utterance what are you saying brother sergeant I'm saying God's good I'm saying he's able he'll help you through you're gonna make it on the other side you know faith is that thing that has the ability to look beyond my dilemma 
Faith is that thing that says regardless of what it looks like to the carnal eye, my God has the ability to change the outcome. That is what faith is. It is an unrelenting thing. Faith goes and stands alongside of the answer. Amen. And awaits for you to get there. And while you're on your journey, it begins to talk back to you. It reminds you that you're just a little ways from your miracle. You're just a little ways from that breakthrough. You're just a little ways. Amen. Don't give up yet. Don't give in. Don't throw in the towel. This is what faith says. Keep on coming. Keep on walking. Keep on keeping on. Don't start to stop. Don't get in to get out. Amen. Just keep on coming. I know you may not feel like it, but just try another day. Faith. 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 Woo. You know, faith is the mediator. It's the go between the answer and the dilemma. And while you're drowning in the dilemma, while you're drowning in discouragement, faith begins to speak. He is a God that will never leave you. He is a God that understands you. He is a God that sticks closer than a brother. He will not put on you more than you can bear. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost on this Thursday afternoon. He'll bear you up. And when you're weary and well-doing, he'll help you along. That is the kind of faith I'm talking about today. All right, now I'm going to get to where I need to go. It's about faith, folks. It's about faith. Sometimes you find yourself in a situation where you don't understand the outcome. You don't know what tomorrow is going to hold. Sometimes our carnal nature... Amen. Begins to get the best of us and take over. And if we're not careful, we will give in to the circumstances. We will throw in the towel and say, well, I, I see no way through it. And I've tried. So I, get, I guess that is just the answer. I, I hope by the help of God before I'm done this afternoon that I can dispute that. I don't think that's the way it ought to be. I don't think we ought to be losers. I don't think we ought to be the tail. God has called us to be the head. I don't think God's called you to be anemic. Amen. Sitting there sucking a Pentecostal bottle. Amen. He's called you to be a victor. You're more, my God. I wish I had a church to preach to right now. He's called you to be more than a conqueror. Amen, amen, amen. I don't claim to understand everything that God does. There are many things about God. I have to just fold my arms. Amen. And just stand back and say, you're God. I wasn't there when you created the world. I wasn't there when you formed the Milky Way. But I know you did it. And you're going to help me through it. And I'm going to have revival. And I'm going to see this city saved. Confidence in you. Amen. But I also understand that sometimes there is a missing ingredient. That there is a missing element in the child of God's life. That sometimes we too easily and too passively accept circumstances as they are. Hello, somebody. We roll over and let the devil take us for a beating. Hey Amen. We just roll over. Hey Amen. We accept things as they are. And if it doesn't come when we ask the first time, we just throw in the towel and say, see, this must not be the will of God. Could it be, hear this preacher, could it be that God is interested in you doing something along with your faith? Hello, somebody. God spoke to Noah, but Noah still had to build an ark. God spoke to Abraham, but Abraham still had to pack up and leave. So many times we just accept things as they are. We just roll over 
And God's saying, maybe I want you to do something along with your faith. Not just standing up and saying, God, I know you're able. No, I know he's able. That's what gets me to him. But I got when I understand that God is, then I have the ability to open my mouth and proclaim that which is not as though it already is. Amen. Every time I step in my pulpit, I don't preach to empty chairs. I'm preaching to folding chairs out in the aisle. Amen. I'm not preaching to just 60 or 70 people. Every time I preach, Brother White, I'm preaching to 150 or 200 already. Amen. I'm preaching to bus kids. They may not be there yet, but I've already declared it. Amen. I'm already calling it out. I'm already thanking God. What are you doing, Brother Sergeant? I'm speaking faith. I'm speaking faith. I'm speaking faith. You see, I made up my mind a long time ago. I'm not going to look at what is. I'm not going to look at what is. Hey, man, I'm going to look at what can be. Amen. I'm not going to look at the circumstances of today. I'm going to look at the ability of God to govern my tomorrows and my next years. And I've got to tell you something. For the spell, I see no weakness in my God. I see no frailty in my God. I see no turning in my God. He's able. He's able. He's able to bear you up. He's able to turn the tide. He's able to further the cause. He is God. You know, I refuse to accept today just because it's today. You know, I grew up with one arm, okay? Y'all wondering, thought I had something up my sleeve. Guess what? I ain't got nothing. All right? You can laugh. It's okay. I'm secure in my manhood. All right? I grew up knowing what it's like kids making fun of me. I grew up in the first grade, had this prosthetic arm. It was a hook. It was great for pinching girls with. I loved it. I wore it to school one day. Me and a kid jumped for a red rubber playground ball, and I jabbed it in his lip, and it started to bleed. And I went, yeah, this is cool. But my teacher didn't think so. I'll never forget, Brother Heyman, as a first grader, my teacher pulling me out of the room and saying, you're stupid. You're different than the other kids. I never want to see that on you again. But I went home to my daddy, and I told my daddy with tears running down my face. And my daddy said, oh, boy, hey, man, you were created the way God wanted you to be created. Don't accept it the way they see it. Accept it the way God has it for you. Hey, man, so I grew up just believing. Hey, man, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care the financial barrier. I don't care the problem. I don't care the trial. I don't care the circumstance. I serve a God that is. You know, as Pentecostals, we are some of the most passive people to have so much power and authority. As Pentecostals, we are some of the most passive people to have so much power and authority. Hey Amen. I went to Van Nuys and told me you're gonna have to get a job. Hey Amen. You're not gonna be able to build a church. Hey Amen. Just preaching. You're not going to be able to build a church preaching one God, Jesus, name, baptism. You're going to have to go out and get a supplement. You're going to you're gonna have to do something. I told my wife, I said, baby, you think we can hang? She says, I'm with you. Thank God for a good wife. She says, I'm with you. You just preach it. And I said, all right, I'm going to preach it. You grab one aisle, I'll grab the next. Amen. We'll just have church. And we'll just declare how good God is. Amen. Amen. I've seen God do things with a Haman. Amen. It's happening. Amen. Because of me, no. Because I got faith to believe that God. 
God is. Amen. I'm going to leave this conference. I'm going to go back and declare there is one God. His name is one. Let me tell you what he can do in your life. He is. I like that preaching last night, Brother Ballestero. Him and so many times we get so passive. We got to have the pastor give us four points to get through our dilemma. Hey, man, why don't we just find us a place to pray through it and believe that God's able. We are some of the most passive people, I'll say it again, to have so much power and authority. Amen. I'm convinced when I get off the plane tomorrow afternoon, amen, in Burbank Airport, Brother Davis, I believe that when I set my size 11 and a half on San Fernando Valley soil, every devil in hell is scared to death. I believe every time I get out of a car, amen, and I go into a place of business in my city, amen, because I'm a one God preacher, and devil shakes when there's a one God preacher, amen. And every time I step out, I believe that hell trembles because it thinks that I'm going to become a man that speaks faith. You know, the enemy does everything it can to keep your mouth shut. The enemy does everything it can to keep a child of God's mouth closed up. He doesn't want you to speak faith to your problem. My God, I feel like I'm in the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm going to preach a while. Is that all right? Amen. Maybe my last time, but I'm going to haul off and do it right now. Amen. I am so sick and tired and tired of sick of people. Amen. They want to gripe about everything in their life. What you need to do. Amen. You need to wake up in the morning and say, you know what my Bible says? Weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming. Amen. God, you're able. I don't see how I'm going to get through it. I don't see what's going to happen. I don't see how we're going to be able to get it accomplished, but you're able. You've got to start speaking. Speak of faith to your circumstance. But he'll throw a problem. He'll throw a trial. He'll throw a financial obstacle in the way. Amen. And all of a sudden we're talking more about that than we're talking about how good God is. Amen. I've decided something, and I may cross some theology before I'm done with this thing. It is not up to the enemy to determine the growth of my church. That went over like a dead fish. It's not up to the enemy uh, to determine how blessed I'm going to be. It's not up to the devil uh, to determine uh, how much revival I'm going to have. It's not up to my adversary, uh, amen, to determine uh, how blessed my family's going to be. It's up to me. uh, It's up to the believer, amen, uh, amen. It's up to the child of God. I determine the blessings of God upon my life. Somebody's going to straighten all this up tonight. Brother Ellard, you're going to straighten all this up tonight because I'm about ready to make a mess of it. Amen. I determine the blessings of God upon my family. If I delight and I do his will, if I hearken diligently and do all that God has commanded, then shall all these blessings be upon me. I am the one that determines God's wealth. I am the one that determines God's blessings. I am the one that determines God's providence upon my home. God, whatever you want to do. Jonathan is standing at the bottom of the hill with his armor bearer. And he's saying, you know what, let's go on up there. 
His armor bearer says, whatever you say. Amen. If they tell us to come up, then we know God's with us. Jonathan didn't ask. Jonathan didn't go pray for a while and say, I wonder what God wants me to do. He said, let's just leave it in the hands of God. I'll go ahead and declare a victor. I'll go ahead and declare that I'm able. You with me? I'm with you. Let's go. Amen. They said, come on up here, boys. Jonathan winks at his armor bearer. God's with us. Amen. And I found out something. If God be for us, if God be if God be if God be for us, who can be against me? Some of you are afraid to stand and speak. You're intimidated by your adversary. He's got you buffaloed. He's got you intimidated. Amen. Because you've tried and you've failed. You've tried and he's knocked you down. I've come to preach. There's got to get a spirit of blind Bartimaeus get a hold of us before we walk out of this house on this Thursday afternoon. We got to get a hold of something and speak faith. I look at the generation that I'm a part of, and I get shocked. I'm amazed. We got a de- we got a job ahead of us. Yeah, sure Amen. Right. We better hold fast to this doctrine. Do we better hold fast, like Brother Rao was preaching. We better hold fast. It is the only saving message. That's right. Amen. But I've got to become a person that looks at it and not cowers back. Amen. But sticks my bony finger in the face of the enemy and says, hey, you may make it look big and that mountain may be in the way. Amen. But I got a God that said if I would speak to the mountain, amen, it would be removed. I do not profess to understand what, when, and how God does things. But God has a bigger plan. And it's not me that puts it together. We have come this far by faith, by a blind obedience. Amen. We have just got to march on. Amen. All that God requires is somebody to believe that he is, that he is able to do what I ask him to do. Some of us are locked into our circumstances. We're locked into our dilemma. Amen. I stand on the authority of the Holy Ghost and tell you, amen, I am convinced, uh, amen, that you can speak those things that are not as though they already are. Uh, Quit being intimidated. Uh, Quit being afraid. Uh, Stand on the authority of the word of God. Uh, Open your mouth, uh, for the name of Jesus is greater, uh, and his blood is more powerful. Uh, I want to remind somebody this afternoon, uh, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Uh, Amen. Man, I want to tell somebody, uh, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Uh, I want to remind somebody God is for you. Amen. And if he is for you, nobody and nothing, no devil in hell can be against you. Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Just as strong as the I will was, the shall not is. I said, just as strong as the I will was, the shall not is. God got the church built. You and I are a part of it. We believe in the church. We were born in the church. Amen. We become a part of what the church is. So why would we stop with just half of that verse? If he was able to build the church, don't you think he's able to keep hell from prevailing against 
the church. Maybe this is it for me today. I'm going to tell you. Hey, man, I live in the one of the most vile cities in the world. Hey, man, I fight hell on a consistent basis. Hey, man, it's always attacking something in the church. The minute we get two or three feet forward, amen, the devil comes and messes with somebody. And before we know it, we're, we're clawing back trying to gain position. But I refuse to give up. You're looking at one young man. I don't care what they say. Amen. I refuse to let down on the doctrine. I refuse to let down on revival. You've come too late to tell me that the church isn't in existence. I've already been to the water. And I've already been baptized. And I've already seen God do it. And I know you'll do it again. And I'm feeling quite all right. Thank you. So if God built the church, then he is able to keep hell at bay from the church. I'm going to try to wrap this down. What God wants in this end time is a people that just trust him. Hello, somebody. You know, I'd like to have it all figured out. I'd love to have two or three months of our mortgage payment in reserve, Brother White. But it seems like every month, Brother Davis, it's nip and tuck. I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul. And Paul don't like it when I take from him. Hey, Amen. I love to have three or four months in reserve and I can just dip in. But God chooses not to do that in my situation. Some of you fat cats got it all together. Hey, Amen. He may do that for you. Hey, Amen. But for me, hey, Amen. It's a struggle every time. Hey, Amen. I'm looking at my wife. Don't know how it's going to happen. Hey, Amen. Don't know how we're going to get it done. But for some reason, God does not permit that in my situation. Maybe it's because he sees the ego of men. Maybe it's because he hears the accolades of men upon the church and he says, I cannot do that to you. You would self-destruct. So I will tell you what I'm going to do because I love you so much. Amen. I'm going to keep your knees on the ground. I'm going to keep your face in the carpet. I'm going to keep your nose in the book because it is not your glory. It's about me. It's about you and I understanding that it's not by might, neither is it by power. But it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. So it keeps me down. It keeps me trusting in him. Some of us, we've got so much that we don't even trust God anymore. We're so blessed. We don't rely on God. We rely on ourselves. If we're ever going to build a church, if we're ever going to have revival... Amen. I'm preaching to myself. If I'm ever going to build a church in the San Fernando Valley, it's not probably going to be because some millionaire movie star stops by and gives me $20 million. I see him all the time. Amen. One of these days I'm going to get the guts to go up and say, hey, you been paying your tithe? Amen. There's a famous movie star comes in every morning to my Starbucks. Every morning. Amen. She walks in. And I've been saying, I need to go ask her for her tithe. Amen. One well, of these days I'm going to do it. Amen. I, I've got my, I write it down. I've got my testimony down. You know what? I'm just a one-armed preacher. Amen. I need help. I need some money to reconstruct the surgery on my arm. Amen. And help us build a church along with it. Amen. You plead the clause for everything else. You, you're supporting AIDS and hunger. Amen. Why don't you support a one-armed preacher? Amen. That believes that God is able. Amen. But that's probably not going to happen. Amen. 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 It's going to come because we got people that fast and pray and worship and give and believe that God is able. I've come to open my mouth in the closing moments of this.
this message uh, until the devil, devil, you pushed us around too long. The church is going to stand up and declare the might, the majesty, and the power of the cross. on this. And they got to do some study. If you go to the third chapter of the book of Galatians, you will find that the Apostle Paul is talking to the Galatians about being people of the faith. Hey, Amen. Brother Rao declared it right. It was preached again last night. The faith was once delivered. That is our doctrine. Amen. It is the faith. It is one God, Jesus' name, baptism. Amen. For the remission of sins, Holy Ghost infilling. Amen. It's all of those things. That is the thing that was delivered once. It's settled. Amen. Don't mess with the doctrine. Don't mess with the faith. Amen. But there's a big difference between being somebody of the faith and being somebody of faith. Hello, somebody. Amen. Paul starts talking to him. He said, listen, amen, if you're going to be an individual that's blessed with faithful Abraham, you've got to become a person not only of the faith, you've got to become a person of faith. That faith was once delivered. It's the gospel. It's the doctrine. But if you're going to be blessed with faithful Abraham, according to Paul, then you must be an individual of faith. Can you be of the faith and not be of faith? Can you be somebody that has it all together but doesn't know how to speak faith to your problem? Amen, amen, amen. You can be baptized, Holy Ghost filled and saved and never cross over to the possessive side of living for God. I see people do it all the time. They've got the faith down, but they don't have any faith to move a mountain of beans out of the way. I want to have the faith. Don't get me wrong. Don't leave this conference and say, Brother Sergeant, you're off. Amen. I believe in this message. I believe in the faith. Amen. But what needs to happen in this hour is people. Amen. To become people of faith. Amen. Step over to the Jordan. Step to the possessive side. Amen. Step to that place. You know, we have no problem believing God. Amen. To fill somebody with the Holy Ghost. But we have a problem believing that if we are going to give our all if we sacrificially give amen God will not see us through amen amen God help us to become people of faith so what does God do he brings us to a place where you are forced into a decision are you going to remain a person of the faith or are you going to step over and become a person of He brings you to a trial or a situation in your life. Hey, man, are you going to just remain a person of the faith? Hey, man, that's important. Or are you going to get through this by becoming a person of faith? Hey, man, somebody that stands and says, hey, hey, man, God, you are it. You're able. I'm going to go on. I'm going to help. Hey, man, the process by believing that you're able. Amen. Brother Spell, come on, come on, help these people. Amen. Give them a little bit of hope. Maybe I'm in. I look at blind Bartimaeus. He was an individual of the faith. He was a child of Israel. Amen. He was a Jew. He had the blessings. Amen. But the problem with blind Bartimaeus, amen, and I don't have time to get into all of this this morning. Amen. But there's something that I pick up. Amen. Blind Bartimaeus was blind. Amen. He was a beggar. But he had the ability to hear. 
You may not see the circumstance getting fixed, but as long as you've got the ability to hear, because faith cometh by hearing. Amen. And here's old blind Bartimaeus sitting on the wayside saying, hey, hey, Jesus, thou son of David, I heard you coming by. Shut up. Shut up, blind Bartimaeus. You're of the faith, but you're, we're not going to afford you the opportunity to become somebody of faith. Just be quiet. Jesus don't have time for people like you. Blind Bartimaeus keeps on screaming out. We had... many times we get ourselves in situations and what we see is impossible to get through but if we could hear if we could hear without faith it is impossible to please him because he that cometh to God must believe that he is so then faith cometh by Hearing, hearing by the word of God. I'm in a dilapidated building built in 1941. The walls are falling in. If the termites let go, the place would let go. It's in a bad part of town. It's had a bad rap for many years. And if all I did is every time I drove into the parking lot of that church, we don't even have a parking lot. Scratch that. Street parking. You people never been to L.A., you ain't got a clue. I'll just show you. I'll take you over there and show you sometime. But if every time I looked at that deal, instead of hearing, I can't see, but I can hear. Blind Bartimaeus, shut your trap, buddy. He don't have time for the likes of you. You may be of the faith, but you're not a person of faith. But he had the ability to hear. I don't know what circumstance you're looking at right now. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I don't know what problems are in your life. I don't know what obstacles await you when you get back home. I don't know what situations you're facing right now, what mountains are in your way, and if you look at it long enough, sure, it gets intimidating. But I've come to tell you, amen, you can be a blind as blind Bartimaeus was and still get your miracle because you've learned, amen, he that hath an ear, let him hear. <laughs> All right. I have faith because I have the ability to hear. Not see, hear. He that hath eyes to see, let him see. No, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. So then faith cometh by seeing? No. Because if it was all about seeing, some of us wouldn't make it. Because all we've got in front of our eyes is the problem and the circumstance and the situation. That's why God says forget about the sight. It's all about what you can hear. And I hear the sound of a God that says, I'm able, I'm able, I'm able, I'm able. 
I did it before. I'll do it again. I'm able. God, there's never been a church over 120 people here. I'm able. A few weeks ago, we had 130. Amen. What are you saying, Brother Sergeant? I'm not looking any longer. I'm hearing. I'm hearing. Hearing. Faith cometh by hearing. Here's old blind Bartimaeus wrapped up in his blind man's coat. The Bible said when he cried out to Jesus, first thing he did is he took off. That thing that identified him as someone with a situation. I can't see, but I can hear you're somewhere over here. I'm just going to go ahead and lay this down. I'm not going to need that anymore because I heard you're a miracle worker. And I heard that the lame walk and the blind see. I've, I've been hearing it. I can't see it, but I heard it. Amen. I've come to encourage somebody. Amen. I may be preaching to one family, one individual, one preacher. I don't know who. Amen. But I've come to tell you, I don't care what it looks like. Amen. If you've got the ability to hear, that's all you need. Faith cometh by hearing. How bad do we want to see? God says it doesn't matter. Faith cometh by hearing. Stand this morning. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy. I'm over here, God. I can't see. It's dark. The trial in my life has caused me to be in a place of darkness, isolation. I don't know what's going on, but I, I heard something. The preacher was preaching last night, and I heard that if I just listened to the preacher, things would start coming together, and hey, man, problems would come back and be fixed in situations. It comes by the preaching of the Word of God. I'm preaching to somebody today that needs to stand up and speak faith to your problem, faith to your dilemma, faith to your circumstance, faith to your situation, and declare God is, God is, God is, God is. He that cometh to God must believe that He is. You are, you are, you are. You're that which was, which is, and which is to come. Amen. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You are. You are. I'm going to go back to Van Nuys again. Amen. Tomorrow, I'm going to drive to the church like I do all the time, and I'm going to walk in and say, you are, you are, you are, you are. The walls are falling down, but you can build them back up. We don't have money to do anything with, but you're able. What do you want God to do for you? Well, I get my little five-minute tongue talking in. I got the goosebumps. Hey, man, I, I, I appease my conscience for a while. God's saying, can you step over to the possessive side? You see, the Red Sea symbolized baptism. Amen. Peter talked about it. But the Jordan, when you cross over, amen, it symbolizes possession. Amen. Going in and claiming something. Going in and shouting the walls fall down. Going in and worshiping. Amen. And breaking the curse of the previous generation by walking in circles without opening your mouth, griping and complaining and declaring that God is. And on the seventh day, blowing the trumpet. And on the seventh day, shouting with a voice of triumph, stepping over to the possessive side. He is. He is. I wonder. Right now, I, I, I just feel like taking the steps. It's all right. I wonder if there's anybody right now. Families, young people, 
moms, dads, young couples. You're fighting things in your life. You're fighting things in your finances. You're fighting things in your spirit. Amen. I challenge you. The next few moments, it's early. I challenge you right now just to take a step of faith and come down and stand around this altar and start speaking some things that are not as though they already are. Amen. Declaring that God you're able. Any miracles, amen, it comes by somebody taking a step of faith. Anybody struggling with situations and problems, amen, can you hear the voice of God? Can you hear the preaching of the word? That's what's going to bring faith to your situation. Amen. As Brother Spell begins to minister in song, can someone just declare, hey man, I'm stepping over. I'm going to speak faith. I'm going to speak faith. I'm going to speak faith. Hallelujah. For our God in heaven's praise. Yes. 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 Yes, he is. He is. He is. You can help. powerless behind me when you pray. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost so strong here. Can anybody believe for revival in your family this year? Amen. Some of you got backslidden loved ones. Can you believe God for it right now? Can you just thank him? Can you just speak to it? Amen. I feel faith coming into this house. Amen. 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 I'm not trying to take time. Amen. I'm not trying to waste your time. Amen. But I feel like we can step over. Amen. Break through something in the Holy Ghost right now. Amen. Some of you need to go back to your churches. There's obstacles in the way. Speak faith. Yes, yes, 
I know it looks bad. I know weeping may endure for a night, but God, joy's coming. Joy's coming. 